0: Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick me up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman.
1: Hello, and welcome to my show, Go For It, here on Voice America. So glad you're back with me today and every week. And remember, Uh, You know what? We're always here for you guys and trying to give out great content for you, and I know it's working because you guys also always give me awesome emails, text messages, and phone calls, and I appreciate that, and today is no different. Today I have my special guest on Sherry Ricard, and Sherry is a nationally recognized and sought-after author motivational speaker grief and empowerment coach she is a medical professional a successful business owner and patient advocate but also a certified grief and empowerment coach and again the published author and speaker but she gives messages of hope inspiration encourages people to find their voice who does that sound like it sounds like my show and uses life (laughs) setbacks and challenges and tragedies to rebuild their own lives sherry believes life's inevitable pains are an opportunity to pause regain power and reinvent ourselves not only surviving but thriving right where you are in life, because we never know what's going to happen in our lives, do we? In 2007, Sherry's life would take a turn no mother can ever imagine, unless you've walked in her shoes. Her 17-year-old son, Bryant, died tragically in an auto accident coming home one night trying to make curfew. For seven years, she used a pen and paper and later her laptop to write down every pain, struggle, and milestone she encountered after the worst day of her life. Facing a crossroad in life with depression and destruction versus using her pain and regaining power, she chose to live in a way that would honor her son's memory and give glory to god she would never have imagined she would become an international published author speaker grief and empowerment coach writing and delivering a powerful message on building confidence overcoming tragedy grief recovery and making your mess and your, making your mess your message and learning to live a life with passion and purpose it is a message she learned from her own life that now she helps to uh, help others and sherry welcome to my show go for it thank you joe what an intro well, thank you. That was um, that was beautiful, and I'm so sorry for the loss of your son. Unfortunately, I know several people who have lost children, and none of loss is just not easy. And that's you know, and it's right. such a tragic, especially when it's so tragic. And I and I'm sincerely sorry for your loss. So thank what you. I always like my people, my guests, to talk about is where you were, unfortunately, you know, from back there to how you are today, because I, even as you say. You would have never known you were doing this today, but isn't that out of our grief? We we emerge right. a totally different person. And we emerge a right. totally different soul almost. Right. Don't you agree? You're absolutely right.
0: You're right. And you know, to take you back just a little bit to to let you know where I come from, you know, Bryant, you know, every mom of course wants to to say that their their child is spectacular and, and they're fantastic and um and and he was. And he was, in my eyes, I mean, he was a rising senior in the summer of 2007. Um, He was a good-looking guy, you know, voted most attractive of his senior class. He was an honor student, star baseball athlete at Cordova High School in Tennessee. And, you know, he could have gone anywhere um, to college. And it was a freak, one-car, horrible accident that um, happened one night while he was trying to make curfew. But, what makes it even more dramatic is that um, the night that he was killed, our family was literally dispersed all over the country. His sister was in Houston visiting sorority sisters. My husband was at home in Louisiana, and I was two thousand miles away in California, um, training uh, for a new position um, mm. with a new job. So, and everyone gets this phone call at you know two twenty in the morning. So you can just imagine. Um, how that night was set off for everyone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, Joe, I will tell you I'm, the the whole week after Bryant passed away, it was a complete blur. But I will tell you, fast forward, I was facing a crossroads of complete depression. I had been to several doctors, I had uh, had panic attacks, and been rushed to the emergency room um, several times, and just could not push forward as much as I uh, tried to push forward. It was very difficult. But I came to that crossroad where I had to do something because my life, um, I was living and I was going to live. There's, you know, I, I, there's nothing I can do about that. So I had to make the best out of it, not just for myself, but for the remaining family. Uh-huh. And I had a seven-year-old son at the time. Uh-huh. So, you know, he deserves the same type of mother that, that Bryant did. And I started journaling. And and that's how it started. I I had a friend that gave me a blank journal. I started writing down all of my pain, sorrows, struggles, everything that I was thinking, um, everything I was going through on a daily basis. And that's and that's how my writing started.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Because that's exactly how my writing started too. It's really? it's unfortunately it's from the grief that we suffer that. And I was told before that I should journal. I'm like, no, I'm good. And then once right. you know, once the real grief hits you're like oh yeah I can see where this you know this can come into play and that's exactly how I did it too so I treasure that and I'm so glad that you said that because I preach it all the time and I just right and I don't know if people listen so it's so and it's so warming to know that that's exactly what you did because it gets your thoughts out of your head down onto paper and it it releases them it releases that thought and releases that grief Right. And you
0: don't realize when you're, you're going through your daily struggles and, and all of the pain and suffering, if you don't get it out, um, you harbor that. And the more you harbor that, the worse you feel and, mm-hmm. and the worse you go through your next day and your next day. And what I realized is, you know, I was harboring because I didn't want to place that burden on others. But then when I did verbalize my pain and suffering, then what I did was I transferred that pain and suffering onto the person that I was talking to and got them upset.
1: And mm-hmm. and
0: then it just kind of trickled down. And so the more I would upset people with my burdens and my sorrow, the less I wanted to speak. And mm-hmm. so the only way that you can get that out is to write it down. You have to confess it. You know, whether mm-hmm. we have shame, sorrow, uh, guilt, grief, whatever it is, You have to be able to confess those things in order to release it. And Mm -hmm. if you can't verbally do that, then writing is the next best thing. And so that's what I did.
1: That's what I did. Good for you, because I love that. You know, you do, you have to, you know, if you're right, if you can't verbalize it, write it. And just getting it out in the open will release you and release your pain. Because if you hold that all in, just like Sherry had, I had it, you know, you get panic attacks. Your body starts telling you you're under stress and distress. And all right. these things start happening, and guess what? A pill is not going to fix the problem. Now, no, it might okay. help short-term, it might help short-term, but it's not going to fix it. You have to fix yourself, and you have to fix, you know, within you how you're going to do it. So that that's a true treasure, and unfortunately, you know, like I said, out of your mess you make a message. And that exactly. is that's beautifully yeah. written. Um, and so you wrote a book. Well, actually, you've written several books, Sherry. So your book... Um, <laughs> a uh, wake-up call, a mother's grief journey. So tell us a little okay. bit about that.
0: Okay, so that was actually, um, you know, I journaled for seven years. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and I did not write every day, but almost every day I would write even you know, maybe three, four sentences, a paragraph, I would write something. And I started journaling in November. My son passed away uh, July of 2007. On my birthday in November 2007 is when I wrote my first, paragraph entry, and Mm -hmm. it was sad to have that birthday without Bryant because, you know, I was a mom with three children, not two, and Mm -hmm. so that was a, a, I didn't really care anything about my birthday. I didn't care anything about anything, actually, and Mm -hmm. so that was my first entry, and I did that for seven years, and I had several of Bryant's friends tell me, you know, Miss Sherry, you really need to take some of those entries and put it in a book form, and you need to write a book help other moms, and that's how it begins, so the, the book itself is not just for a mother that has lost a child, although I do talk about, you know, my struggles um, with Bryant from when he was born, because I almost lost him when he was born, and I talk about that, I talk about last life transitions, I talk about the funeral and the memorial, but then I start talking about how I begin to search for peace. And how I gained the strength to get up every day. And I talk about how I started journaling. Um, And it's to help someone that has been through many avenues of grief. And it's also to help someone that knows someone that's going through grief to help you understand what that person is actually going through.
1: Mm, That is, that's powerful. It really is. Because like I said, I've known, unfortunately, know several people who have lost children. And this, it would be a wonderful book, and I'm actually going to recommend it to all of them. And they're all at different, you Thanks. know, it's been different years, 10 years, five years, two years, you know, so it's all been different years. But it doesn't matter right. because when, you, when you're going through grief, it doesn't matter if it's a loss. And what I tell people, grief is grief. It doesn't matter if it's a loss of a child, loss of a spouse, loss of a, you know, a job, right. loss of a house. It doesn't matter. It's still exactly. grief. And you still have right. to write about it and you still have to get it out so you don't portray it like Sherry did, like I did. You know, we portray it and we put it on, unfortunately, to other people, which we don't like doing. So that is a right. beautiful book. How can people get a hold of that book, Sherry?
0: Well, right now, um, you can get the Wake Up Hell Mother's Greek Journey. You can get it on Amazon. Um, you can get it at uh, com. I mm-hmm. um, believe books a has the book as well.
1: Oh, okay. Good, 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 good. Yes, That is yes. excellent because like I said, I mean, we just never know. We never know what, what our next life journey is going to be and we never want to lose anything or anybody. So, and I will tell you just a week and a half ago, um, somebody that I know was killed tragically in an accident and oh. just like that, it just happens. You know, and it's right. unfortunate, but it happens. So I am, does, I'm so, yeah. So I'm proud of you, Sherry, for, you know, stepping forward because a lot of times people just wallow in their grief and you've actually stepped forward. And I will tell you, we we'll, we have a, like three minutes until break, but you have stepped forward and you've really empowered that now. And now you, you're an advocate for empowerment. And I love the name of your Facebook page. Empowerment is beauty because Thank you. yeah we have to take that and we have to empower ourselves and I know exactly. you go around speaking around the country on that and so um, can you tell us a little okay. bit about that before we go to break
0: Sure. Yeah. So I do. I, I love speaking events because I get to meet so many people. I get to hear so many different stories. And, you know, I feel in healing. It's been 10 years, but I, I receive healing every time I'm able to talk to someone and empower them. I, I just got back from a conference um, it was actually a beauty and fashion event called Salcon in Dallas, and they're going to be in L.A. November 4th. And I was on a panel with some women, and we talked about the beauty of friendships and how friendships is so important when you're going through times of grief, whether it be a time for loss or, you know, it's a time where you've gone through a divorce or it's just a friendship, if mm-hmm. you've broken a friendship, and how important it is to have those people around you.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I enjoy it. I, I really do. Isn't that the truth? Like when we go speak, that's exactly how I am. And all of a sudden there'll be a question from the audience. Y'all be like, oh yeah, you know? And when right. I go speaking, just like you are, we, we get healing from that because there are so many other people that will never say a word about the grief that they're going through. But if they can hear others who have been there, done there and done that and gotten better, they feel a sense of relief that, okay, yes. I, I can get through this. I can keep moving forward. I can do this, you know. And when exactly. we come back after break, um, let's talk about, because there's differences in grief. Don't you agree? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah,
1: so when we come back after break, we're going to talk about the differences in grief and really, um, and maybe how to, Um, help each other through grief processes. I mean, I have friends who have fallen and broken legs and arms and they're not able to work or they've had surgery. So grief takes on a lot of different life forms. So Sherry, for people to get in contact with you, your website is SherryRicard.com. So that's C-H-E-R-I-E-R-I-C-K-A-R-D.com. Correct. Right. right. Okay. Sounds good. Yes. And on Facebook, she's at empowerment is beauty. And then she's also she's a big one on Instagram. And I need to learn more about Instagram. But on Instagram, she is <laughs> I am Sherry Ricard. So I follow you all the time on there. So I think it's exciting. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions for the show, give us a call at one We'd love to take your phone calls. Uh, and Sherry, we'll be right back after break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television?
0: Let us surprise you.
1: Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit johosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website johosman.com. Where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs, also support for the radio show, and much more. Don't wait! Check out JoeHosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, johosman.com, or call 605 941 7969 for more information. Again, that's johosman.com or 605 941 7969.
0: We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J O at JoeHausman.com. Now back to Go For
1: It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. have a fantastic guest. Sherry Ricard is on the line with me today. She is my guest expert today. And her website, you guys, you really should go check it out. It is just beautiful. I love your Proverbs. Uh, saying um, she's clothed with strength and dignity, and she lasts without fear of the future. That is, I think I Mm -hmm. put that same one in my my, um, book as well. So I love that. And what we're going to talk about, we've been talking about grief and journaling, and really that there are different areas of grief. I mean, there's differences in grief. And so Sherry, why don't we talk about that and talk about what you've experienced with that?
0: Um, Well, I will, you know, we'll we'll just kind of back up just a little bit. After I um, wrote my first book, Wake Up Call of Mother's Grief Journey, and I started speaking at um, different events, and mostly uh, they were all grief events, I had several people walking up to me and asking me questions that were regarding losing their mother or their sister. And, you know, I became, I, I I, I want to always say the right thing. And so I started doing a lot of research. And, Um, Being from a medical background, you know, I'm a researcher by heart, and Mm -hmm. I I did a lot of research, and I realized, you know what? I really, in order to speak fluently and to where I really understand and I want to be able to come from a place of being authentic, I need to learn more about this. And so I went back to school online and received my certification in grief counseling and empowerment coaching, so I was able to do that. And what I found... And my research and going through all of my classes and getting my certification is grief can be overwhelming in many avenues. Like we were talking about before, okay. you know, people lose their business that they've had for 10, 15, 20 years and they grieve tremendously. And mm-hmm. there's people that'll lose a pet that'll grieve for months on end and someone else may not understand that, but to that person, that grief is real. You know, Mm -hmm. whether it's divorce, financial, friendship, there's all different avenues of grief. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one thing I learned when you're battling adversity um, in your life, it's imperative to be able to look and find inner strength. You have Mm to be resilient and have the ability to take charge of those problems, because if you don't, it will overwhelm you.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly.
0: and all those different avenues of grief yes counseling is wonderful and i'm i'm an advocate for being able to go and do counseling and because if you're if you're not able to find that inner strength yourself you need to be able to talk through it um, with someone that is a professional. And I went through four counselors before I found someone that I even liked. So I'm just telling mm-hmm. you, don't give mm-hmm. up if you didn't like your first one, because mm-hmm. there's always going to be someone out there that you can
1: talk to that has an understanding of, of where your hurts and your setbacks mm-hmm. and challenges are coming from. Isn't that the truth? I, I did the same thing. And then I actually went to a, I went to a support group. And that was yes. really interesting because we all had different grief. We all, just like you said, there's different grief, and they, you know, one lost a child, unfortunately. I lost a spouse, and the other one lost a parent. So we we're all in different, and plus, there's all different stages because there's, I wanted a small, intimate group. That's what I wanted. There are some groups right. that are bigger, and that's what people like. So you have to find what's going to be good for you, and don't be afraid to search out. And don't be afraid, like Sherry said, to try different ones because you know right. what? If the first one right. doesn't resonate with you, you don't have to go back. You don't you know, that's your choice. So but really seek out somebody or or seek out a group, you know, whatever it is that you um, feel comfortable with, but definitely seek that out. So I'm glad you stated that because it really does make a difference in a life. And I remember when I would come home from the counselor before I joined the support group, I would go and write in my journal. I'm like, I don't really like her. I don't think she really understood what I had to say. And (laughs) and in reality, she did a lot. I just didn't want to listen. Because when I went to the support uh, exactly. group, we talked. Yeah, we talked a lot about the same things. I'm like, oh yeah. So and and in time, you know, in time, it all kind of you know settles down. But you really, there are people. You're right that cannot get over grief. And I know people who have lost a pet who have grieved for a year. So
0: and well, and I I have too. And it, you know the the thing is, it's it's not. You have to be able to somehow. Get a grip and take charge of your feelings because I'll tell you, grief will eat you alive literally because Mm -hmm. how you feel about yourself, how you feel about yourself and what's going on in your life, it, it virtually just affects every aspect and every experience and the way we function and that's in life, our work, our relationships, just the way we operate on a daily basis can be affected by grief
1: hmm Did you feel a release when you wrote your book, The Wake-Up Call? Did you feel the release uh, of a lot of your grief? You know, it's,
0: I'm, I call it a mother's grief journey because I will walk through this journey forever, but mm-hmm. I'm able to deal with it um, in a better way because I know that God has a purpose on my life. Mm-hmm. Do, did I do? I want this purpose? Do I want this burden? No, I don't. Right, right. Um, exactly. I would rather have my son back, but I can't mm-hmm. have my son back. So what I have to do is I have to take this tragedy. And my son and I were very, very close. He's 17 years old, and he was just a mother's dream. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. it's, it's heartbreaking. And you know, I sometimes I wake up in the morning and I can I, can, I see his face. I can still feel him hugging me, and mm-hmm. it hurts. But I. I have to take those thoughts and go, okay, how how am I going to be able to take this pain and tragedy that I went through and how I'm going to be able to make somebody else feel better? And when, when somebody writes me, and, and I, I get people that write me inbox on Facebook, email me, and when they write me and say, I read your book and it saved my life, I got that message last night. Mm-hmm. And she literally said, your books have saved my life. And I just had tears going down my face because I thought... How did I save somebody's life with my words? I have to mm-hmm. keep talking.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I have to keep talking. I have to keep writing because I know when my son died, I had no one. There mm-hmm. was, I never met anyone, knew anyone in my life at that time that had suffered the loss of a child. And mm. so I felt like I was all alone in the world. And I don't mm-hmm. want any mother to ever feel that
1: she's all alone in the world. Not like exactly. I did. Exactly. A place to be. It is. It's a horrible yeah. place to be, and even when you're going through grief, you feel like you're alone. Anyways, but that with that, if you've never even known anybody who has, yeah, it's it's a terrible place to be, and it's. Um, so I, I I applaud you for keep moving forward and writing writing your journal and putting that into a book. Now, because I know when I wrote my book, it was, in, of course, as you said, the grief will never go away because we don't want to be in this position. And for the record, I mean, I lost my husband. So, but mm. we never want to be in this position. But since we are, we know we can't have our loved ones back. So we take that journey and we, we help other people. Just like Sherry said, she's helped so many people now. And when I first met her, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I can see how she has helped a ton <laughs> of people. I mean, Thank just listening to your voice and listening to the passion that you have for helping others is, is a true blessing that you have. It's a gift that God has given you to be able well, to do that.
0: It's, it's, it's truly, truly a passion. And, you know, I've, I have such support from my family. You know, my, my husband at first, he says, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you go somewhere and you talk about people's losses and people's pains. And, and I said, I, I don't know how I do it. I just know that I'm meant to do it. Mm-hmm. And when you have a true passion, I don't care what it is. You know, whatever you're passionate about, it could be cooking. You know, it could be a, a sport, whatever your passion is. If you really embrace that passion and make that your purpose, you will be amazed on how your life will change. And mm-hmm. that, when, when I, after my fifth book that, I, that was just published actually in August, it's called Strong Women. And that book is how to live an empowered life beyond adversity. It goes through so many aspects of self-esteem, building a stronger you in your career, right down to surrounding yourself with the right company and how to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I I wanted to make sure that I covered every aspect on someone becoming a stronger person, no matter
1: what the adversity
0: was, and mm-hmm. I put
1: my heart and soul in this in this last book. Good for you! I love that title too, Strong Women, because we all are strong yeah. women. We really are. We're all strong women, and some of us, you know, don't recognize it as much as others, but we all are strong. No, being women, we're just strong naturally. So I applaud exactly. you for that. And, you know, because what we have to do is we have to find our confidence, right? We have to find our confidence right. in life. And that's just like what you said, you know, finding your confidence. So how, how, do you, how do you teach people how to find their confidence? Or how can confidence be found within somebody? And then you how know, can it change your life? First, I mean, really. The first,
0: step, the first step towards confidence is you have to be able to determine exactly what, what's missing. What are your beliefs and what behaviors are you actually holding back mm-hmm. And before you can take that next step to confidence? Because uh-huh. you know, if if you're lacking confidence, there is something in your background, there is some type of destruction or some type of tragedy, our old way of thinking, or old patterns that actually puts up a boundary for you to be able to meet that status quo, I guess you would say, of the confidence that you have. So you have to go backwards and say, why am I not confident when I'm talking to this particular person? Or why am I don't why do I not have the confidence to stand up in front of a group of people? Or, you know, why am I not confident in making good grades in school or or whatever it is? You have to go backwards. Why? Where does that come from? Did someone tell you that you weren't going to be able to do it? Or is that something that you have concocted in your own head? that 's keeping that boundary uh, set in front of you and you 've set up this wall that you can 't cross, so we really mm-hmm. have to dig
1: deep and find out where that's coming from first. Mm-hmm. good I like that and you know what that's that's probably the number one thing that 's the hardest to do yeah because what, what i what I find is whatever i 'm lacking in, I try to over overdue in other avenues that I am confident in. Whereas in reality, right. what the, the thing I'm not confident in will slowly creep back in. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I've got to deal with that. But then I kind of push it back to the side. So I love that. So you have to figure out what determine what is missing in your life and then figure out why and where, where did it come from? You know, and right. well, there a lot could of be that
0: comes from fear. A lot yeah. of times yeah. it's fear or rejection. At some point you built a fear um, or someone rejected you from whatever mm-hmm. that is. You did not feel embraced or part of a group, um, and so that can come as a lack of confidence. So you know, it could even be social fear, but it came mm-hmm. from from somewhere, and you need to figure out where that came from. And you can, I mean, you if you really think about it, and you say, you know, why am I so afraid of this, or why I don't have the lack, or I have a lack of confidence in this? If you think back, you'll find it, and mm-hmm. then you have to say, you know what, that doesn't matter anymore. You have to have, you have to be empowered enough to want to be successful in whatever you're searching for, and you always have to have self-love. You have to be comfortable mm-hmm. in your own skin. You have to be a real person, you know, because you can only be fake and for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then you're, you're never actually are going to have that confidence and feel a part of acceptance if you're continually trying to come down to a certain level or be a different person to belong to a
1: certain group. Mm-hmm. Amen as to that. As you're doing that, your, your confidence stays low. Mm-hmm. That's right. And a lot of times, too, is stepping through, and I talk about this a lot, too, stepping through that fear. And whatever fear it is, is if you can step through that and conquer it, then you feel like you're on top of the world then you know you can do it again. That fear. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. It is. It's that fear. When I was younger and I had my little two-and-a-half-year-old, I was a single mom back then, and I said, I'm moving halfway across the country. I said, I'm just going to do it, and I did it. Oh, wow. And and it is probably one of the best things I did as an adult, well, besides having my son, but because I knew then, I could do anything. If you can move halfway across the country with a a two-and-a-half-year-old, trust me, you can do anything. and. That's what gets you through it. Now, it doesn't have to be as dramatic as that, but whatever it is that's fear-based for you, try to make steps to get, first of all, figure out what it is and what's stopping you and then go forward and then try to step through it and make little strides every day. You don't have to do it all right. at once, but make little strides every day. Don't you agree? You,
0: it's absolutely true. And you, you, you have to love yourself. You've got to be able to love yourself or you'll never, ever be able to love anyone else deeply. Mm-hmm. And that even becomes, if you're meeting a stranger on the street, if you're not having confidence in the way you look or, or what you're saying, it comes across.
1: And mm-hmm. what, happens,
0: what comes across is that you're not being authentic. And any time you're talking to someone that comes across as not being real, you don't believe a word that's coming out of their mouth, and you're feeling uncomfortable around that person because you know they're not being authentic. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly. not that that person is trying to be that way. They're trying, to be, they're trying to say and do what they think that that person wants to hear. Mm-hmm. And anytime you're doing that, you're betraying yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a total betrayal on yourself, and you're not being real in who you are. Realize that everybody is unique. We all have skills, talents, we all have adversity. I lost my son. There's no greater universal emotion other than the loss of something so deep as your child. And Mm -hmm. if I, if just this girl from South Louisiana can step up and say, you know what? I'm going to empower myself. I'm going to research. I'm going to learn more about this and I'm going to teach other people how to do it. If I can do that, Anybody can do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyone, exactly. Well, and like I said, we don't want to be put in this position, but we are because we never know where life is going to throw us. And so, what we need to take, and you know, after we after we process the grief and go through the grief, and then really step forward and help other people, you know, just like Sherry said, we, we didn't, you know, look at her now. I mean, she would have never thought she was um, going to be a speaker and an author and a coach, but. God bless, you know, you have you have such talents that you never even knew you had. And as we know, when we're putting tough situations, we figure out where our strong comes from, don't we? I mean, right. we just figured uh, out yeah. that we just have to get stronger and we just have to keep pushing forward. And for me, when I research things, it kind of gets me, it gets me rubbed up because I want to know more. I want to know more about something. And the more I research it, the better I like it. So I'm not a researcher at heart like you are, but when there's something on my mind, I research the heck out of it. Yes. So, yeah.
0: And, and I think that's why I like books too, because you know, you can, and I've had so many people say, sure, you really need to put your books on audio because I don't read anymore. I just listen into the car Uh and I, I really want to do that. And that might be a next step for me next year. I don't know how I'll put five books on, on audio, but Uh it's definitely something that I'm looking into because I know for myself, that I will plug in and listen to, I love Brene Brown. I don't know if you've ever heard of Brene Brown, uh -uh, but I, I highly suggest looking her up. She's wonderful, and she's researched vulnerability for years. I mean, she was just a social worker in South Texas, in Houston, and a researcher, and now she's a storyteller, and she's hit the New York Times bestseller list several times. And oh, wow. Good she, for her. Oh, she's wonderful. I highly recommend her. And but that just goes to show you, she, she was a social worker from Houston, Texas. And, mm-hmm. and look where she is now just from her, from her research. And I love her books. And I highly recommend reading. And if you, you, everyone has some time to sit down and read something that's educational and uplifting, whether it be spiritual or empowerment, whatever it is that gets you up off You know, your hiney and put you on your feet and get you moving towards success or breaking through that confidence barrier or building that self esteem,
1: it's it's all worthwhile. It is. And I had to teach myself to get up. Yeah, I had to teach myself to get up earlier in the morning just so I could read for a half hour. And Sherry, we do have to get going to break. So when we come back after break, we'll talk more about that. But again, Sherry's website is Sherry Ricard. So it's C-H-E-R-I-E-R-I-C-K-A-R-D dot com. And Empowerment is Beauty, which is also on Facebook. So ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back after break.
0: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america
1: if you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event i would love to speak at your venue Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605 941 7969 for more information. Again, that's johosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit johosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website johosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching and training programs also support for the radio show and much more don't wait check out joe for the special offer today we're always talking business talk to an expert call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network
0: listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at Joehausman.com. that's J O at joehausman.com. now back to go for it
1: welcome back to go for it my show here on voice america i have my special guest expert on the line with me sherry ricard sherry thank you you the wealth of information that you have is just incredible. And before the break, we were talking you. about this Boreen Brown, and her I had to ask how to spell it, so I'm going to give it to everybody else. It's B as in boy, E-R-E-N-E, then Brown, B-R-O-W-N. So she's got a bunch of books, and I'm going to be looking up hers. Of course, I'll be getting yours. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Now, this is our last segment, so I really want to get into the – you know, how did you get out speaking? So did you just start speaking to groups and then other people asked you or how did, how did all that come about? Yeah, you know what, it's, um,
0: it was a new thing for me and I was not sure that I was going to be able to do it, but I'll tell you how it started. Um, I had someone reach out to me after Wake Up Call, Mother's Grief Journey um, was released. I had a coworker um, because I work in the medical field full time and He reached out to me and he said, I don't know if you're ready. It had only been about three or four months, I guess, after um, Bryant had passed. Well, it was probably about four months because I had just started journaling. Mm -hmm. And he said, listen, I've got a friend um, that I really need you to talk to. She just lost a son about a month ago and she's spiraling downhill. I don't know if you can do it. I don't know if you're at that spot yet, but could you please reach out to her? And you know, I was in a, I was, <laughs> I was in a tough spot myself. But I thought, you know, I guess I'll talk to her. I don't know what I could say. I guess we'll just cry together on the phone. But I didn't mm-hmm. want to tell my coworker no, so I did. He gave me her phone number. She was expecting me to call. I called her, and we spoke. We ended up on the phone for an hour.
1: Oh wow! And
0: we did, we talked. We cried. We went through. You know, I talked about Bryant. She talked about her son. But the way the phone call ended was, she said to me you know, you really need to write a book. And this is after, I, this is right when I just started journaling. And she said, you need to write a book, because I can tell you what, if I would have read all of this, it would have helped me tremendously. And you really, really helped me thank you for calling. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, I mean, what did I do? I mean, I cried with her for half the time I was mm-hmm. on the phone. Mm-hmm. But you know, for some reason, it was, maybe it was just reaching out to each other and understanding each other. But You know, it just resonated with me that I'm gonna, I can do this. And I had, um, someone contacted me from the local newspaper, The Advocate, which is our big paper in Baton Rouge, and Mm -hmm. he wanted to do a front page segment of me. And when he did that, I started having a lot of people inbox me through Facebook saying, well, Mm -hmm. to groups. Can you come speak to our group? And and then Compassionate Friends reached out to me, and I ended up speaking at four of their chapters in three different states. And from there, it just kind of snowballed. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this person said, well, you know, Sherry came and spoke here, and we really, really enjoyed her, and you need to have her come. And then that turned into me going to women's organizations and speaking at their luncheons about overcoming all adversities. Right, right. And just over the years, it's just, you know, it's just snowballed. And I, I will say I don't speak at all events. If I don't feel comfortable and I don't feel like that I'm going to be able to reach that particular audience with what I have to say, um, mm-hmm. I I will turn those down. But for the most part, it's women's organizations, um, high school, college girl organizations, bereavement groups, um, you know, anything like that where they need um,
1: empowerment. Um, I'm, I'm more than willing to be there. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because you know what? especially for, I love talking to the younger generation and talking about empowerment because they, right. they, they have their whole lives ahead of them, you know, and they're just, they're just full of energy and full of life and full of vigor, you know, and I just, I'm so empowered mm-hmm. by them. So thank you for that. Because how, how do you, how do you help and support other women through adversity? I mean, through speaking, of course, and then, a. Your coaching, but is there other ways, right. and besides your book, is there other ways that you can help and support, or maybe some give some good tidbits of advice now for our, for our listeners?
0: Yeah, you know, with empowering women, I really just kind of go through some different steps, and we talk we talk a lot about the confidence, and I help people uh, go back and realize what that actual fear or rejection was and what's Mm -hmm. holding them back from the confidence. So we do talk about that quite a bit. Um, But also just empowering women in reaching new strides. You know, there's, Women may be, you know, 40, 45 years old and say, you know, I've always wanted to be a blogger or I've always wanted to write a book or I always wanted to, you know, open my own uh, cake shop or, you know, or whatever it is. And I just don't think I'll be able to do it. I think I think I'm too old for that. And and then you go, OK, so is it that or is it actually a lack of confidence and a fear of failure? Mm -hmm. So The older that we get, a lot of times we feel that it's too late.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: that thinking needs to be reversed
1: mm-hmm. because exactly. it's really
0: a fear. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I will tell you, you know, if your dreams don't scare you, then they're really not big enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: I heard mm-hmm. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's really true. So you have to be bold and you have to be fearless um, in order to step forward. And, you know, if you're not afraid to step forward, then no, your dreams probably aren't big enough. And we do talk about that, but I also have, Um, a tab on my website for blogs. And I I write quite a few blogs. I try to post one at least once a month. But another thing that I can um, tell your listeners is I just posted um, an invitation for guest bloggers. So anyone that writes a blog that, you know, if it's spiritual, uplifting, it doesn't have to be spiritual. It can be a confidence, um, uh, empowerment, inspiration, whatever it is reach out to me. Um, my email is info at so that's mm-hmm. easy. And reach out to me, tell me what you want to write about, or you can send me your blog, your sample of your blog, and I'm going to be posting guest blogs on my website, and I'm going to be putting that also on my Instagram so it would draw people to their Instagram and help them grow and reach people as well.
1: Oh, that is so awesome, Sherry. Thank you yes. for doing that. I, I mean, I'm not really a blogger, but I know several people that are. So good for yes. you. I think that is just fantastic, and that's just another way of giving back. Really, it's just another way of how you portray your um, your empowerment to other people. And for that, I thank you for that because not a lot of people, you know, a lot of people just rather have all their own stuff on there. So good for you. No. I I, I, no, I so no. appreciate I, that. I
0: I want to I want to share the spotlight. I want to I want other women to feel empowered, and I want them to have opportunities. And, you know, in the book Strong Women, um, I actually featured nine women in that book. Um, Tiffany Hendr is one of them. I don't know if any of your listeners are Real Housewives of Dallas fans, but Tiffany Hendr was on the first season of – uh, Real Health of Dallas uh, last year, and she is a dear friend of mine, and she is highlighted in that book. Um, Amy, Amy Robbins is also a TV host, and she's big on, um, you know, um, advocacy for women with uh, guns. She's got Instagram where she's shooting weapons that I would never put my <laughs> hands on, but she is something else, and I uh-huh. like her. I have a makeup artist um, that's Uh, does makeup for the NBA team, the Grizzlies in Memphis. She grew up Mm -hmm. with my daughter. So I highlight several women in the back of that book, and their stories are phenomenal. Dr. Melanie um, Mills is a relationship expert. Love Mm -hmm. her. She writes a book. I highly recommend her books as well. Um, Several women back there that um,
1: I feature because – uh, they're wonderful and they're strong women so why not put them in my book right exactly that's what, and that's why I do this show is because I also like to uh, promote strong women like you Sherry and thank you for being my guest expert because you have just empowered I know you've empowered me and I know you've probably empowered most you know the listeners and all the ones that will listen to in the future because it is Good. it's fantastic you know sometimes we just kind of go through the day we're kind of man you know but listening to a show like this and listening to your powerful, powerful positive voice is really, it's just uplifting. It really is. Thank and you. unfortunately we've, you had to go through tragedy to, you know, maybe find a different voice than what you had before. But yeah, I, I'm grateful. I know everybody I'm sure that listens to you is grateful. So for that, we appreciate you and appreciate you coming on the show today.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure and I appreciate you having me. Very nice. And of then,
1: that. so so let's talk about where. Well, first of all, we'll talk. Um, have you give some last tidbits of information? But also, where can people find you? Okay, so we talked about your website, SherryRicard.com, mm-hmm. and that is Empowerment is Beauty. And I will tell you, I am very. It, you know, when I look at people's websites, I'm like, okay, they're they're good, but yours is really good. I really like it, Thank and you. I like. Yeah, I really do. It talks about what your upcoming events are and um, everything. So, yeah, and I even just got a text that goes Woohoo, go women! So I just got a text message from that. So, I mean, see, people are listening, and people are um, already inspired by the show. So thank you for that. So where can people find you? I know you're big on Instagram, and I need to get bigger. I need to do more on Instagram. But tell yeah, people how Instagram, they can find you.
0: It's, Instagram is a biggie. And um, you can find me at I am IamSherryRicard, and I had to do that because there was already a Sherry Ricard, believe it or not. It oh. exactly like my crazy spelling, and um, so I had to put I am Sherry Ricard, and I post quite a bit on Instagram, and when you go to Instagram, if you'll go to my bio and just hit mm-hmm. the link, it will take you straight to my website, and on the website, you can actually go to the books tab, and any book that you hit – it will take you directly to Amazon. So the best way to probably get to anything for me is to either go to Instagram and hit the link in the bio or just go straight to my website, and mm-hmm. it'll take you to the books. It'll take you to the blogs. Um, I try to be really good with posting um, my uh, my different events um, that I'm going to. I've been slacking a little bit on that, but... Um, I do try to keep up with that as well. But you can always send me an email. I love the emails and just ask your questions. You know, any questions that you have, um, I'm very real. Um, my heart is just like right there. I, I tell you exactly what I'm thinking, sometimes to a fault. <laughs> but you can, you can email me at info at com, and mm-hmm. I will get back to you. I will personally get back to
1: every single person that emails me. Oh, and I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, she is very good about responding. Very good. I'm, you know, she was she's just top on it. I mean, so she's very good at responding. So yeah, info at SherryRicard.com. And so Sherry, what I ask is we have about three minutes to the end of the show. What I ask every guest is I don't know how anybody didn't hear anything you said today, because it's all been perfect. But can you leave some last parting words for our listeners today? Yes, definitely. I would love to. Um, you know,
0: the, the one thing that, that I preach and I preach every day is if you will reach out to one person, and it could be on your Instagram, your Facebook, phone call, text, standing in line at Walmart, I don't care what it is, reach out to one person and pay them a compliment or post an inspirational quote. You are going to touch someone at the right time, at the right place, in that exact moment that they're in and when you know that you're doing that whatever's breaking in you whatever's broken is going to be fixed you're Mm -hmm. going to start to heal if you're reaching out to someone and helping them in some type of hurt you may Mm -hmm. not get a response but i promise you if you put something on your facebook and it can be a scripture a quote whatever it is you're going to touch
1: someone in the right place at the right time god will make that happen Mm, I love that Sherry. That's you know, and I, I try to do I try to live the same way. So I, I'm always putting positive quotes out on Facebook and Instagram. And you know, the compliments I get. And like I said, people won't won't say anything on Facebook, because I don't want to be sometimes seen on there. But out in the public, or they'll Facebook message me. So just like Sherry said, go make somebody smile today. Go make somebody's day because we never know what people are going through in life. And if you can help right. make somebody's day-to-day, it, it is a true treasure for you. And what I find is peace. Peace comes within you when you're able to help other people. So, Sherry, thank you so much for being my guest expert today. You, you and I could talk forever. Titanic. I you. Think- yeah, this has been fantastic, and thank you so much. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you always for coming back and listening to my show. Thank you for the text, emails, phone calls that I get. It is a true pleasure to be able to bring this show to you, to my listeners worldwide, across this world. So every day, remember, I want you to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. Remember, my website is johosman.com. If you have any questions for the show, you can give me an email at joe at joehosman.com. I also have a free download there. The secrets to realizing your dreams is there at my website. But also if you're interested in coaching or having me come speak or having even Sherry come speak, you know, you can always shoot me an email and I can send it over to Sherry as well. But ladies and gentlemen, have a great day and always remember and never forget, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out, be great today, be great always. And I look forward to next week when we come back and take care. God bless.
0: Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.